Hello. Today I want to talk to you about resilience. Resilience is the ability to recover emotionally from a situation, to go back to your previous state. Our children talk about bouncing back, not giving up. Yeah, that's resilience. Now, it's a difficult topic. It's something that we want all our kids to have, and it's very difficult to explain. So. Uh, this video is going to be really, really hard for me to do because it's a personal experience, my personal experience. It has happened a, um, a few weeks back and um, only thinking about this, only thinking about doing this video is making my stomach crunch. But I thought it was such a difficult experience, emotional experience for me, that um, I'd be wasting it if I wasn't to do something out of it. So in this video, I want to share with you about resilience and about how to use a situation, and my situation or any situation, to help understand and build resilience in your child. So let me give you a bit of background of, of what happened. Um, we were on holidays, we were spending a beautiful time together. My daughters are 15 and 13 now. They're into music, into One Direction and Harry Styles and I don't know, all these type of things. And, uh, and the conversations were taking over with the style of music and I felt really good that we were having, sharing what is that they like, what is that they, they don't like and, and I just realized how little time we have on our day today to, to have those conversations. Anyhow, um, what happened eventually is that uh, my daughter saw this person selling tickets for this concert and I said, yeah, that's me, that's, I'm going to be super dad. And, uh, and I'm going to get those tickets. Now, I'm, I'm careful. I've been trained in security. I've been trained in scams. I, I'm super careful. I don't have two passwords the same. I change them all the time. I read, I inform myself, I educate myself about the risk of online. Uh, so long story short, I was a scam. I was uh, robbed of money. And uh, it went on for a number of days and uh, I just kind of um, lost that money. Simple as that. Feels stupid. Feels so, so, so naive, stupid, ignorant. I cannot start to describe how it felt. It just words fail me. Uh, and, uh, and I had just a, a massive sense of shame. Why was I so silly? And uh, in that period and in that process, I noticed uh, things in me that were not good. And I said, okay, what can I do with it? So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to describe what I did and how I believe it has helped me and has helped my daughters. Because hopefully this is about you and about me, but it's most importantly about our kids and how we can make of this very, very difficult situation, hopefully a learning situation. So what is the first thing that I did? Um, it, it came to a point that it was clear that I had been stupid enough to give money to somebody in exchange for nothing. Uh, and my first reaction was, okay, I just close it down, move on. It hasn't broken the bank, thank goodness. It, it wasn't that much money. But um, I just said, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. But then I said, that's precisely what these people feed with. 
this sense of shame of not talking. So um, I went and talked to my wife and uh, it was very difficult. I had made a number of decisions without informing her, without consulting with her, and we, we don't do things that way. Uh, and, uh, and she was very disappointed and I was very disappointed. And I tried to kind of justify how clever these guys were and, and it came to the, it dawned on me and said, you know what, I just blew it up. I just blew it up and I have to own it. And uh, I don't know if you can tell, but my, my stomach is hurting right now because it's not nice. It's n it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't feel nice to accept to anybody, let alone to yourself, that you blew it up. Um, but I felt it was the right thing for me to do. Not because I wanted to do it, not because I wanted to be any super person or anything like that. Because I, to be honest, I, I didn't see any other option. So I owning up. I said, okay, I did make a mistake. Raise my hand. That's what I did. Period. Yeah, and I took the, the hammering and my wife was quite explicit in what she thought about me and my actions. And I said, you're right. And just kept quiet and, and listened to her because she was right. Okay. Second is do not do not try to go away too quickly from this feeling. Uh, don't 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 move on. Don't just say okay, I got the learning, move on. You know what? The, the lessons in this life they tend to be painful. The big lessons in this life tend to be painful, and and this one hurt. And and uh, I said I am not going to to move on i am one of those persons say, okay what's the learning here how can we move on and i said no not not yet not yet there's going to be a moment but not yet and i needed to allow myself to really embrace that sense of failure to be able to move from it but at this point it was about owning it in that process needless to say um my daughters overheard the conversation. My daughters wanted those tickets, wanted to go to that concert. They were curious about it. And what I really perceived very quickly is that they had that sense of guilt. And I talked to them. And what, uh, the first thing that I said is, it's not you, it was me. I'm an adult. I own my choices and my decisions. It was my responsibility what I did. It was my choice. You. Uh, told me what you wanted, but then it was my choice to give it to you or not or to try to give it to you or not. So it was really important for me that they could move on from this one saying, okay, they, they were not to blame. And that's really, really important. Yeah. The next thing that I also wanted them to, to understand is what I, I've been repeating in this message. Yeah, I blew it up. There's no two ways about it. We can tell that they were smart, that this and that, X, Y, and Z, that the bank is giving me or not giving me the money back. It doesn't matter. Own it. I made this mistake, I own it. And I think this is the most important thing. When I told them that I had made an important mistake, a distressing mistake, uh, and I own it, and I'm not going to excuse anything of it. And what I really wanted them to learn is that it's okay to own those mistakes. It's okay to accept those mistakes because you know what is going to happen sooner or later it's going to happen. And the learnings come from owning those mistakes.
So how does this story help my daughters or you or your kids or wherever? Yeah. Um, so I remember a few years back we were having this, this talk in one of the schools that we support and it was about resilience and it was going fantastically well. They were just taking every word we said, every technique we said them. And, uh, and at one point I just said, something is not working here. So I, I stopped the talk and I said, listen guys, um, do, you, do you understand that in order for our kids to be resilient, to learn resilience, they have to fall. We have to fall to learn resilience. So your kid will never ever learn resilience if they don't experience failure. And in that moment, the whole room went quiet. It was a huge elephant in the room that nobody wanted to talk about. I cannot let my kid fail. I cannot let my kid fall. It's well, that is your choice and I respect whatever choice you make, but you do not bounce back if you don't fall first. As simple as that. So how does this story help my daughters? How does it help me? It's because what's behind me in those moments is that I believe I believe I can bounce back. And I want them to believe that because they are my daughters, because they have seen it, because they have experienced it, because they have seen me going through, they say, well, if that can do it, maybe I can do it as well. That's a hugely powerful message. I believe it's a very, very powerful message for my daughter, a powerful belief for my daughter to have. And my job is to allow them to expose them to it. The other thing that it, I thought it was important is I am demonstrating them that I can open my feelings. The most dark feelings, the ones when you are low, it's happy, it's easy to, to, to share your feelings when you're good, when you're okay, when things are going fine. When it's dark is when we need to share those, when we need to articulate them, when we need a listening person. And that's what they did for me. They were a listening person as well as my wife. And that's what I want them to know. They can share those feelings. Remember the sense of shame that I had? It was painful. But when I shared those feelings, it was much, much easier. So the next thing that I want them to learn is that, you know what? When things go wrong, you can also say. Normally they would come from a school and they would say, oh, I got a house point here, or I got a, a B or a B plus here, or eight out of 10 or whatever. But very rarely they tell you, you know what, that I just blew up the math exam. Never happens. Obviously then the grades come and so well, how can this be? I, I'm only told about the, the good things. Now, in this situation, I opted to share those bad things. So they, I give them permission, or I believe I give them permission for them to do this. Another important part of bouncing back, of resilient, is accepting at one point, as dark and as deep as we go, it's about accepting that, you know what, it's not the end of the world. And sometimes you can say it to yourself and sometimes you need other people, in this case, my daughters, my wife, to say, it's not the end of the world, that's okay. We can move on. And that is, a, that is the start of that bounce back. When you say, that's all right, I can move on. I can look after something else. I can uh, look for solutions, or if there's no solution, as in this case, there's no solution, 
I can just move with the learning. So that's why, that's what I did. And um, I'm going to be honest, I, I wish it hadn't happened. Uh, it was very difficult for me. It was, I believe, very difficult as well for, for my wife. That sense of feeling cheated, of being naive, of being stupid, all those feelings is something I'd rather not have. But it happened. And the question is, what do you make of it? Um, so a few days back, uh, we had a very similar situation. In this case, it was another person that um, they loved to my daughters. And this person had made an um, important mistake. And the first thing that my daughter, my youngest daughter, said is, Oh no, I'm sure it's not her fault. I said, yes, it is. It is her fault. Uh, it's not for me to blame, but it's factual. This person made a mistake. It's her fault. And you know what? It's what it is. So you have to try to fix it, or so you have to kind of learn from it, or so you will have to do whatever she needs to move on to learning, to fix it, or whatever. And sometimes we cannot fix it. We just have to say, I blew it up. I will do the best for this not to happen next time. And I was very impressed with her reaction. She said, okay, I get that. So what my daughter did, she just got the things out and she baked a cake to make this person feel better. And uh, I thought it was very nice of her. Not challenging about the mistake, being accepting of that mistake and just say, okay, what can I do in this situation? Well, I cannot console this person but I can just make a cake and see if that makes her smile a bit. And uh, I hope you enjoy this, this video. Um, it's, um, it's been difficult doing it, I, I have to admit. It was, it was very difficult for me to go through that process. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, it makes sense to you and you can use it for, for your kids and for yourself. Thank you very much. As always, please comment. Contact us on our website at helpingkids.co.uk on Facebook. And if you have any questions, please do send it to us and, and we'll do our best to respond. Thank you very much. Have a good day.